0: To the Slapshot Podcast, episode number sixteen. I am your host, Chris Rice. Thank you for joining me today. It's a back-to-back podcast. All right, yeah. Since I got all the time in the world now, I don't have anywhere to be, so might as well talk whatever hockey is is around, right? Um, so that's what we're going to be doing there. And um, if you haven't listened to episode fifteen of Slapshot podcast you should probably do that you can listen to 16 before 15 it, it it's fine there's no chronological order that you need to listen to you should subscribe to the podcast directly you can do that um on apple Podcasts. you can do that on spotify on stitcher on podbean you can follow it anywhere you love your podcast and don't forget to rate the podcast leave it a five star somewhere do it for the do it for the community really right I mean, you don't have to, but if you love the podcast, you should rate it. And yeah, that's basically, that's basically what I want to get through. So today we're going to talk a little bit about, I mean, the NHL and what might happen if the season comes back, a little bit on how I think maybe that'll work. And if you listen to episode 15, I told you that the next podcast would be a special one because we, that's right, well, I mean, we um, there's going to be a guest on today's podcast. That's right. It's pre-recorded, but it doesn't matter, right? First ever guest on Slapshot Podcast. You're going to want to listen to this one, right? Like if you're already listening, keep keep going. Like cancel whatever you have to do for the rest of the day because you're going to want to listen to this. Um, it has a little bit to do with hockey, but it has a lot to do with life in general. But you're going to love um, the person that's coming on. You may not know them, which is okay. I know them. And there's some people around me who also know her, that's right. It is a female today. My first guest on the Slapshot podcast is a female. Um, but again, before we get to that, um, some radical stuff in the NHL. I just want to go through how this might um, going be going down. So a lot of stuff on Twitter today about you know what would an NHL season look like should it resume, right? So again, we're far away from you know the league coming back and you know hockey games being played and whatnot, like. I'm so desperate for hockey. Like the the new thing going around is like simulated games. You can, um, you know, draft uh, DFS lineups for it. I know the NBA does it. Um, I'm like I've I've watched both of the Hab simulated games, um, that they've had the ones against Anaheim and the ones against LA. Like I'm so desperate for hockey. Their West Coast swing. I'm just watching the simulated game, and even in the simulated game, like. Charles Hudon is playing on the fourth line. It's, it's incredible that he he literally he can't he can't catch a break. If this should continue, and I'm sure they will, their simulated games, you know, will continue on. This week, technically, um, the Habs would have been out west. Right, so they'd be on there, they'd be tomorrow, right? Well, depending on when you listen to this, today is Wednesday. The Habs should be in San Jose on Thursday. So that game is at 1030. So maybe the Habs will simulate that game. You can watch it directly, uh, live stream through their um, website. I found it on Twitter and Facebook, so I like that. And then the Habs will be, again, in Colorado um, on Saturday before they return home. And whatnot. But again, this is just, it's depressing me that there is no hockey to watch. But we do what we can with what we have. And a lot of, like I said, about what's been talking and been talked about in the NHL right now is if the league returns, what is it going to look like? How are you going to do it? So the CDC has said about eight weeks, right, before anything can happen. Let's assume everything happens and it comes back. We're talking about May. Now, in May, here's what's going to happen, right? You're going to have to have a certain... Now, the NHL could decide to play out the remainder of their games. There are some, you know, possibilities that maybe they just, you know, play maybe some of the remaining games left. They can either scrap the remaining games completely. The problem with, I think, scrapping the remaining games and then just going straight to the playoffs, right, is, right, not every team has played the same amount of games, so there's obviously an advantage to teams that have played more, or you know, disadvantage as well to teams that have played less. Those games in hand, they mean something. Now you could go based on winning percentage, right? That would I guess that would take into consideration then the number of games you won versus the number of games how many you've played. Um, but I would probably like to see them play out the rest of the season, right? That's that's what I would like. Um, so you have this about you know, you would probably go the playoffs and everything. I don't know if the NHL would be interested in condensing maybe the first round instead of, instead of making it a best of five. Maybe a uh, instead of making it a best of seven, you turn it into a best of five instead. Again, at this point, any type of hockey would be good. But, I mean, again, how does this work in itself? I mean, who knows, right? Like I said yesterday, there's no... There's no real way to understand what might happen. These are just proposed ideas, right? The NHL Players Association, owners, everybody's just throwing ideas at Gary, and you know something's going to stick at some point, or they're going to put together a couple of these ideas and see which one makes sense. So the proposal has been about the season, you know, goes on until about, what, August at best, I guess, August or September. You still have to hold the draft, Okay. You still have to sign players. You still have to have a free agency. You, these are things that you cannot... Some people have said, well, just go until you know August, let's say, and then, well, boom, you, know, you don't need training camp. Start the season in October. But you can't do that if the season finishes around the end of August. There are players who will be playing without a contract who need to be signed. Like, how is that going to work? It's going to be short-term no matter what. In this one that I've seen, and the one that I guess makes the most sense, you have to have a period where you're going to hold the NHL draft, You have to draft those players. Those players still need to be signed and whatnot. So there's a whole logistics behind this as well. And I guess like people are trying to get the best out of both worlds. You probably have to condense next season as well. So either you cut this season short and then the next season starts at 82 games. Or I don't know how how interested the NHL would be in cutting this one short and then cutting next season short as well. Um, But that's probably a possibility as well. I guess the sense is that you're going to have to cut as much as the as much of the off season as possible. But let's not forget, like NHL players playing into, you know, June, July, August, September. Like these, now your your body is at a is at a whole different level. You're not going to have time to recover the same way that you know that you usually do. Your offseason regimens are not the same. Um, you know, that's a whole headache for players as well. Can you imagine players as well trying to sign? Like, you have to decide immediately. There's no time to think about what you want to do or whatnot. How does this affect players wanting to sign contracts? How does this affect players, let's say, who want to go to arbitration? Right. Like, there's not much being talked there, but there are players who might want to, you know, go to arbitration and have whatnots. Um, it makes sense to me that I think next season will probably start a little bit later than this one. Again, depending on when this season starts. Um, the big news today is that there are some players, multiple players who have tested positive for the, for the coronavirus um, in Ottawa. So I think that at that point kind of makes it a little bit problematic. The Senators were out west uh, before the league uh, you know, shut down and they were in Los Angeles. And where the Brooklyn Nets had played, which uh, those players, including uh, Kevin Durant, has tested positive for the coronavirus. And they were in San Jose. So San Jose was the first hotspot, I guess, where, you know, they advised people to, you know, practice, you know, social distancing. The game went on, I think, as it should have. And now you have players who are testing positive for coronavirus. So... I don't know how close like I said or how far we are from a season happening, but I do I do like the idea of trying to finish this season. It would it would suck and there are a lot of leagues who are canceling their season. Um, the Western Hockey League has canceled their season. Uh, the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League has canceled their season as well and it's not I guess it's not crazy to kind of think of it. These seasons usually end before the NHL season does. Um, the AHL season, I guess, will probably be next at that point where it'll be canceled if it's not already. Um, but again, it it's kind of like everything is such on a day to day basis. And if and if you read the stuff and you listen to the CDC and the World Health Organization, like they expect this to get a lot worse in the United States before it gets better. Specifically in New York, where I mean New York, Florida. So if you still have outbreaks of this. I know that you're going to want to limit gatherings and whatnot. But even playing in an empty arena, right? You still got to get staff there. You still got to get teams there. You can be as cautious as you want. What you don't want to do is expose a player, somebody on the team, you know, head coach or whatnot, even just a trainer to this. And then they are like they're all close together, right? Like you can't practice social distancing really on a hockey team it's really really hard like they're crammed into a room they're crammed onto a bench it's it's extremely hard so even if you do play without fans like those there's still a way that they can can contract it and you have to kind of wait until you know the situation has been controlled there have been reports again everywhere that places like uh south korea has done pretty well they've had Uh, You know, negative more cases of people being healed than people contracting the virus. The contractions have gone way down. There's talk as well in China, in Wuhan, where it started, um, that there have been no new reported cases, or I think one or two. So it looks like they've controlled it. And it's taken them about three months from what I've read to get to this point, should that be true, of course, right? But let's say you can. Let's say the time frame is to work with, with three months and that's what it takes. Let's I would start the month off counting. I wouldn't start it in February, I'd start it in March, right? Which is what makes sense to me. That's where the outbreak in the United States start happening. It's, you know, Canada's the same thing as well. So let's say March, April and May. There's no sports that happens. And again, I mean April's pretty cut off. I think we know that. May's kind of that month where you're kind of hoping everything can grafts together. But there's certainly a possibility that this can go on into June. And I think at that point is where the NHL is going to start to have to make decisions and whatnot. Because players are now, let's say they go through, let's say it's three months with no hockey. That's three months that these players have now been away from the game. You can't just throw them in here and, you know, let's go, boys, finish the season. No, you got to ramp them up. You got to get ready. They got to hold a small training camp. These players got to be ready to go again to play hockey, you know. They don't forget systems and whatnot that they play, but you know their timings not there, the passes are not there, the cardio's not there. I mean, yes, players are training and they're trying to stay in shape, but I mean, there's only so much you can do, you know, stuck at home or wherever they are. Um, but I do, I do believe that the NHL will do everything that they can to try and you know finish this season and try to do as you know the least amount of damage to next season at that point. And I don't know how far back they'll have to start or, you know, how that goes about, but I do expect the NHL in the next couple of weeks to slowly have a plan in place and to present that to us, you know, the fans, the media and all not as to how they want to go. I think one league's going to figure it out quicker than the other. Um I guess for baseball in that case, they're, you know, they'll probably play a condensed season. That's fine. Um, I think the NFL will mostly come out of this unscathed, you know, they'll be able to go about their business as, as usual as well. Um, I think the NBA as well, kind of like the NHL, that's where it proves a little problematic. I don't know about the Olympics, how this is going. Everybody thinks the Olympics are going to happen. And I think they're pushing for it to happen as well. Just about the logistics, how much money goes into it and everything like, I don't know if they'd be better just pushing it back a year or whatnot. But again, there's so many complications there for athletes, um, you know, who are ready. Some of them who may retire and whatnot. So I understand this is problematic. I my hope or my hope here is that the conversation is happening. So there's a sense of well, you know, let's put a plan together so we can, you know, if we do come back, there's something. But the plan is being put together as with the intentions that you know, hockey returns and that they want to finish what was started, right? Other leagues, like I said, junior leagues, it's, you know, it's I I guess it's normal that they would take this decision, but they're just going to cancel it and say, okay, well, we're done here and that's it, that's the end of the season, no trophies being awarded and we move on to, you know, next year and that's it, right? But I think the NHL and all major sports leagues kind of want to see if they can get as much of their league in as possible and then, you know try not to it's really you know because like i said the the problem is is more is you know is mostly free agency the draft arbitration these are things that have to like you can't just skip free agency right like you can't do that you got to have a period where it happens is it 30 days is it whatever it is i don't know but that at some point has to start right so it's going to be interesting to see how the NHL figures that out. Um I'm interested in finding out as well um in Ottawa about the players who have tested positive for coronavirus. Um how many of them? I don't think it's important who tested positive for it. That's not, you know, doesn't make a difference who, I don't think. I think what's more is, you know, what's what's going on there and, you know, are there any other players and, you know, how many I I know these people are going to get tested because they they have access to those resources unfortunately, that most regular people don't have access to. Um, but it's really to make sure that that doesn't spread, that those players don't give it to other players or members of their family and whatnot, and those people pass it on. So interesting to see what develops uh, in Ottawa. So that's that's that for the NHL. Uh, so let's let's get to the guest of honor for today. That's right. I am excited that I was able to convince um this person to come on because like i said um she has an enormous amount um of knowledge and whatnot and i felt like it was a good time to you know not move away from hockey but you know hockey is a physical sport it is a moving sport it's important to talk about you know training and whatnot and nutrition and whatnot so i think it was only fair that i bring this guest on so my first guest ever on Slapshot Podcast is here. I know a lot of people have been waiting for this for a very long time, but she is a personal trainer and certified health and wellness enthusiast, massage therapist, and my best friend, that's right, Ashley Starnino is going to join me today. How are you?
1: I'm great. Thank you. Finally.
0: Ah, yes. So the world is shut down because of coronavirus and everything. So there's a lot of people now who we are going to combine two worlds together here. So the people who know me and who know Ashley, we know that we are not the same at that point, right? Um, you have me who is all about sports. You have Ashley who is all about making people um, feel better and being amazing and making them better versions of who they are. So we're going to put both of these together since People can't go anywhere. Stay home. Don't do anything. Don't leave your door. We're going to talk about training specifically for people who you know like to stay active or play sports, and what these people can now do at home. Right? Actually, we're going to talk about things that people can do at home. Yes. Which are not really related to um, the vacuum or the dishwasher or any other chore that you've been able to give me so well. far. So. Let's start with some basic things that people should know about working out for home. What do people need? Just Again, I know they can't bring their whole gym with them home, but if if, if people need just a couple of things, what do they need? Where do people start? Help people like me.
1: Oh, so first things first, when it comes to training at home. A lot of people uh, will make it really complicated. You just need a pair of sneakers. And if anything, nothing at all, you could just train in your shorts and a shirt and you're ready to go. There are so many items at home that people can use to exercise. They don't have to go out necessarily and go purchase things, especially if you're confined at home. You can use whatever, like, articles at home, like, objects at home and use that as uh, resistance weights, you know, in the comfort of your own home in the living room.
0: So all I need is a living room, shoes, and shorts is what you're saying.
1: Basically. And if not, you can just train barefoot. That's definitely not a problem. You can lift anything you have at home.
0: Perfect. So I have no excuse, not no, to be able no to do excuses. No excuses. Okay. So let's let's right. So you focus on everything that is personal training and whatnot. Let's start with somebody who let's say plays sports, like me, right? Um, what if I wanted to better myself in a certain way? Let's say for right because this is hockey. Let's say um, you want to focus on things that are power skating. You want to focus on lower body exercise.
1: Give, There's actually give everybody
0: two exercises, two exercises they can do at home.
1: Two exercises will. I would start, you know, I wouldn't reinvent the wheel here. I would start with squats, especially if we're talking about hockey, and we're talking about you, you want to have more power. You could do forward jump squats. So you could just jump forward, landing in a squat position, and then just go power out through your legs and push off and then land forward into a squat. And that takes um, no equipment at all. You're working on endurance. Um, so people that are confined actually at home right now, it is the time to work on endurance. That's all I can okay. say about that.
0: All right. That's pretty good. Okay. So forward squatting. Yeah. Forward
1: squatting. You like. can work on your core. So you want a second exercise. It could be just working on a plank having a plank. So there it's working on your core. You're working also, it's also cardiovascular at the same time. So squat and plank exercises are two exercises that you cannot, you know, omit during your at-home workout.
0: All right. So that's to focus on my lower. Let's say I want to increase some of my upper body strength. Let's say I want to you know, improve my shot here. What are some things that I can do at home that can work on building some muscle here?
1: Okay. So uh, always working in a high rep range. So we're looking at like 15 to 20 reps. You could do push-ups. Um, so you could do push-ups. Your, your weight's uh, distributed through your upper body on your arms, your, on your toes. If not, if you're more... Um, you know, uncomfortable doing a push-up, you could do different variations from your knees or standing up against a wall, that is definitely a really good option to do. It's another uh, body weight exercise that's going to work on um, your upper body as well. If not, you can work on some back exercises by um, just pulling things towards your body so you can do anything that's a rowing um, towards your core will always um, solicit all the back muscles.
0: Okay, so if I'm here's so here's an example of things maybe some people might be familiar with. If I'm emptying the dishwasher at home, does this count as an upper body workout?
1: It is a it's an upper body workout, but I wouldn't say it's uh, tackling the core, the core muscles like your pectorals or your your back muscles as much as it will be um, working on your shoulders, your your forearms.
0: So it's not efficient.
1: Not efficient, but nice try though. I think Perfect. you need my I will, services.
0: I will stop. <laughs> I will stop emptying the dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> is what I'm getting at here. Okay. So we've no. talked about it a little bit. What about? So what's important from what I've learned, right? Is nutrition as well. So it's what I put into my body.
1: Yes, right, for sure. Which is
0: also important as well. So j- just to just to confirm here, because I know other people are asking, I'm assuming that. Um, you know, eating chips, drinking soda, <laughs> and all that. Those are not things that will make me healthier on the inside.
1: No. And also, uh, well, for especially now that people are confined at home, it's so much easier to eat junk food because it's, um, you know, it makes us happy and stuff like that. But eating it in the long run, it's not only not good for our inside, but it's also not good for our mental health as well. Um, so yeah, so it's, it's good to enjoy these foods uh, in a balanced, healthy lifestyle and not as a everyday thing.
0: <laughs> so I can't eat chips every day?
1: No. And you can't s- swap the chips for something else. Unhealthy.
0: Okay. All right. Well, this is off to a great start. Basically, I've learned that emptying the dishwasher does not make me a um, healthier person and eating my uh, Ruffles chips does not help. Perfect. Okay. Now, let's let's continue with nutrition here let's say now something this has to be something for people to do that is quick i am one of those people as you know i don't like to prepare things i like it to be simple (laughs) i like it to be quick i like to be able to just get it and then leave right yeah that's that's basically how i like to do it. what's one superfood i guess i would call or something that people can eat that's good for them and that doesn't take a massive amount of time to prepare either
1: well, I find like things that are really good, easy to grab on the go. It's cheese, it's fruit, it's nuts. So these are all foods that are super easy to uh, to, to grab and take. No preparation, and you have healthy fats, protein, uh, fiber. You have good carbohydrates. So these are also these are good sources uh, to have on the go for for snacks. Um, for meals, it's a little bit more tricky. It depends also on people. Some people are pressed for time. You can, you know, have a, a fit chef if you want, someone that can make your meals for you in advance. If not, I always recommend to my clients and people just taking at least one hour or two a week, investing in preparing their meals so that when they are busy, that is just ready to go and that's
0: it. That's good. I have a personal chef, so I mean that that works out pretty well. She makes all my meals, or most of them, or tries or guilt me after she does it um but you know it's it is what it is at that point
1: there are so many options i mean the grocery stores now they have a lot of foods that are you know healthy prepared meals that don't have preservatives on it that you know their shelf life is a couple of days so it's really good to you know if people don't have time really time is of the essence there there are no excuses
0: there are no excuses okay so from what i understand everything that I'm doing presently is
1: what it's not wrong. to do.
0: Okay, <laughs> I just, I'm glad we could establish that immediately. That everything that I'm doing is mostly wrong. Okay. Now, what did you want to say something? No. No, you just you're just laughing, just confirming that everything. Exactly. That I, everything. There we go. Okay. And from what I understand here as well, you're also a massage therapist. Yes, I am. Ah, okay, Well, I know this, obviously. But yes. so for pe- people, so massages, most people think of just like these relaxing type of massages that you get. Um, sometimes it's sketchy places at 3 a.m. in the morning by, you know, somebody you or don't know. Or 3 p.m. Or 3 p.m. apparently. <laughs> sure. Why not? If you're business casual, I guess you get your happy ending at 3 and 3 in the afternoon. And then you state. go to happy hour after. Well, there, there you go. There's a whole business set up there,
1: you right? know. Happy
0: ending at three p.m. and then a set afterwards.
1: COVID nineteen.
0: God no! Please stay inside, folks. Um, so let's say for people, right? What are some diff? Because I've learned that there are different kinds of massages that target different muscles.
1: Well, there's not necessarily different massages that will.
0: Um, I'm already well, wrong.
1: <laughs> that, will target that. <laughs> <Boom. No. laughs> that will target different muscles, but we'll target different layers of muscle. And uh, so we have superficial. Okay, we have also deep tissue uh, that we're going to to work on uh, when it comes to muscles and different fascia. So when I'm talking about fascia, I'm talking about everything that's connective tissue. So muscles, tendons, ligaments uh, that are around the um, uh, around the skeleton. So um so for for massage uh, just to like give you a little background on, on what I do is I'm a Swedish massage therapist but I'm also deep tissue um soon to be certified massage therapist so I work are you uh, Swedish I am not Swedish not but Swedish. Okay. I do like Swedish berries okay. sometimes um <laughs> So um, that being said, so massage therapy—it's relaxing. What I do, I also do like more of a therapeutic Swedish, and if not, then um, this third branch that I work in is deep tissue massage. So we're going to work more on the deeper layers of the fascia. Uh, people that have uh, muscular adhesions are suffering from injury, want to work on preventing an injury or uh, some some issue that they have—that would really be good deep tissue um, for for those clients, especially um, people that are. Our athletes are active, um, depending also on their work environment, if they're often sitting at the desk, that poor posture, uh, deep tissue is like phenomenal, uh, uh, phenomenal for for those people.
0: So what you're saying is I am a prime candidate for deep tissue massage. Uh,
1: Yes, because um, you're in like the third category of people I just named.
0: Because I'm an athlete, right? (laughs) Because of your posture. Because of my poor posture and that I said, okay. That that makes sense. Speaking of posture, now that we are there and that we've established that I have poor of it, what are some tricks for people? Like currently, I'm basically just slouched out here. So usually,
1: usually people that have poor posture, so they have rounded shoulders. So usually they have weak uh, um, uh, back muscles and their pectoral muscles are so tight. So they're pulling the shoulders forward. So usually we have to do a lot of stretching to stretch the front part of the body. So we're going to do a lot of stretching of the pectoral muscles so we can open up the thoracic cage, and then we're gonna do some strengthening exercises of the back. A lot of people that have poor posture though, it, there's a misconception. People think that when they have rounded sh- um, shoulders, they have a lower, weak, um, lower, up, um, sorry, weaker upper back. It's actually their lower back that's um, weaker. So when we strengthen the lower back, we'll be able to pull ourselves up, but they also have to, to tighten the, uh, to stretch out the tight muscles, um, pec muscles.
0: That sounds that sounds like a lot, but okay, yes. And because so now let's shift over to a little bit of hockey because this is a hockey podcast, obviously. Um, so, how good are your skating techniques?
1: My skating techniques are that of a six-year-old, probably. Um, I confer. A six-year-old, yes. yeah. Not yeah. very good. My stability, uh, debatable. It's more my fear, I think, of falling than anything.
0: That's understandable. But so now that there's, no, as you know, there's there's no hockey on right now. There is no Obviously hockey. I'm, I'm a little disappointed at this, I think. Um, so if let's stick maybe something positive here. Who's your favorite hockey player? Tyler Sege. Oh, man. I was hoping it would be me, but I knew that's what you were going to say. Yeah, uh, but it's a
1: toss-up now.
0: Okay, but he's he's your favorite hockey player because obviously he's a Stanley Cup champion, right? And so uh, he has, he's
1: good looking and he loves dogs.
0: He's good looking and he loves dogs. Ashley's criteria to be a good hockey player is good looking and loves dogs. Okay,
1: must love dogs.
0: Okay, is there a second hockey player? Maybe so. After Tyler, Sagan. let's say top three. Though. So now that we've established that Tyler Sagan is one. Right. Yeah. Who would be, let's say, two and who would be three?
1: Jamie Benn and wow. Eric Carlson.
0: Jamie Benn and Eric Carlson. I look nothing like all three of these players. Oh, man. Okay. Well, I mean, Jamie Benn is a pretty, pretty good hockey player, right? You can, if you're using him in the DFS stacking purposes you can probably I mean that's when Dallas gets their. I
1: I I will stack him with Tyler Sagan anytime
0: you will not stack anything um but (laughs) in a DFS standpoint as well you could play Tyler Sagan and Jamie Benn together and I guess I mean Jamie's had a tough year but that's fine and well Eric Carlson has probably never been the same after his you know Achilles injury but um you know, he's been okay in San Jose, I guess, right? Would you concur? You have no idea, right?
1: I have no idea, the but San I can Jose... help him with his Achilles tendon injury.
0: You can help him with his Achilles tendon. I okay. will
1: help him. I will help him.
0: All right. Well, San Jose might need you to help him with that injury because they gave him a lot of money. Well, it's not that he's been bad. It's just he's not scoring the same amount of goals, right? Um, so that's, I guess, a little That's bit
1: why he off. has to do his squats at home.
0: That's that's when, why he has to when do school. Should I tweet him well. directly?
1: Let's tweet him directly.
0: Should I tweet Squatting him directly? jump squats. Jump um, squats no is what he needs. To... Uh, I don't think he eats ruffle chips. Did I'm you bad. know Eric Carlson is Swedish?
1: I did not know.
0: Now, well, now you know. It, would a Swedish massage be a good massage type for a Swedish person?
1: Um.
0: Like, would it be called a Swedish massage if the person? getting it is Swedish. Wouldn't that just like, when would you just call it a massage, I guess for them?
1: Hey, they invented the techniques. It's a Swedish massage for a Swedish person.
0: Okay. That makes sense. That makes some pretty good sense. I don't know. I, I I know that your massage techniques are pretty good. Which was the one that you told me that you wanted to practice on?
1: The deep tissue (laughs) Something I don't remember. (laughs) Thank you. The deep tissue. It was the deep tissue, right? Deep tissue.
0: And that was like, I'm not going to lie. That one was like not as well, not that it was not fun. It was like, like, right. Because there's no oil. Right. And you're really working into those muscles. Right. Like I was sore, which is what you told me. I would be sore afterwards from the pushing of the muscles and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, your
1: body is uncomfortable with that, you know?
0: But why is that so beneficial? Maybe you've already said this and I just didn't get
1: it. Because when we work the muscles really deeply that way, we, you know, undo a lot of adhesions between different muscles. So, you know, working someone who has a rotator cuff issues, um... All the muscles of the rotator cuff, do not ask me to name them all right now. Um, A lot of them have adhesions or whatnot, especially if someone has, like, a shoulder impingement. uh, They'll have more of the muscles that are, a lot of adhesions are adhering together. So, there's less mobility. So, working in deep tissue will help uh, have more mobility of that joint. So, it's a lot better. It's going to make anyone uncomfortable, that's for sure. It's going to shock the muscles. um, So, that's why there will be, like, some delayed um, soreness, you know, some...
0: Okay. So, yeah. That makes somewhat sense to me, but that's okay. I, that's why I have you, so you can explain all that and mm-hmm. make it sound normal. Okay. So, let's get back to you now here. So, with all the coronavirus going around, obviously massages you can't do virtually, but can you do yeah. personal training from a distance and nutrition? Absolutely. As well?
1: Absolutely. Um, this isn't a time for people to, you know, slack off and, and so on and so forth. I think that people that are at home need their trainers more than ever. So it's a great time to dial into your nutrition, get creative, have fun with recipes, you know, make it a family activity. And, uh, in terms of exercise, there's so many things that you can do at home. Uh, we're spending more of our time on our phone now that we're at home, we're not working. So there's so many exercise videos I'm offering now, um, training programs that can be done at home so uh we can't even though we're you know there's a lot of social distancing we can be more connected than ever so personal training is uh more relevant than ever especially uh virtually or you know digitally
0: speaking of that i know where i can find all your stuff because I, you know, we live together. <laughs> but for people who have no idea who you are, how can they see the stuff that you do or get into contact with you? Because maybe they're listening to this and they're like me and they just want to change their lives completely. How do they get a hold of you and what do you offer?
1: Well, they can follow me um, via Instagram or Facebook on uh, my page, Health and Fitness by Ashley. Uh, if you're interested in any of my services, you can always send me a DM. I just came out with an ebook um, that talks about nutrition, that has a training program and a meal plan. It also talks uh, about, you know, overall wellness, because my approach with my clients is always that of a, a holistic uh, standpoint. So I talk about, you know, how your surroundings, your environment, your mindset is super important when it comes to your health and fitness goals. Um, even, like, top athletes, we know this, you know, if they want to, you know, Perform at their best. It all starts in their head. They have to have a really good mindset. Um, so yeah. So that's pretty much it. So I offer in person, uh, in person training programs online or a massage to all of my clients.
0: Awesome. So I will allow people to slide into Ashley's DM for training and <laughs> nutrition purposes. That'll that'll be fine. And I can concur that the ebook was so for people like me who I'm just like. Like training is not on the top of my list of things to do, right? Building lineups. So, why is
1: bunches. training not on the top of your list?
0: I'm just lazy. Let's let's be honest. <laughs> like you know me now. Um, but yeah, it's it's one of those. but the. How is that working though, out for found, you though? Well, I mean, I, <laughs> I apparently I'm not in as great physical shape as I thought, but um, uh-huh. the guys on in my, in my Sunday league can definitely say that I've maybe I've gone better. I, I've become a much better two-way player now I think right like we've been working on I've, I've got to trade with you a couple of times we've been working yes. on what, endurance endurance yeah
1: no but for sure but you're really good you just have to keep you know keep up with consistency but yeah no for sure you're you're a lot stronger than you think you are
0: Oh, uh, well, okay well, well that's good that's that but that's we don't good. stop
1: but after I guess this, I'm so kind of we like will match, continue.
0: I guess I'm kind of like max patch ready like I go on these like wicked <laughs> hot streaks and Then I'll be like just, like just terrible for weeks, and then it'll go up again, and it'll go down again, and whatnot. But yes, consistency is important. All that to say, um, the ebook is in French, right? Yes. Like workouts are universal, right? So how do you stay the same? That's not hard. I I I found the ebook was put together really super well. It's really simple for people who want to use it. It's kind of one of those things that you can do. There's a lot of I mean, stuff is there as well. It's not all just training, a lot of it as well as nutrition. But what I really liked about it was that you wanted, like, people to write down things about them and kind of see, you know, for them what they have in, in the nutrition, you know, options that you have. It's not just, you know, plugging in, you know, certain foods or whatnot like you're giving them choices so you can have a certain type of variance because the number one thing that i fear with nutrition obviously is eating chicken broccoli or rice every day right and
1: yes which I is mean, like so old school
0: <laughs> i know it's old school but let's not like let's not hide it your your rice is quite plain the rice that you make me there with the broccoli like it's it's plain rice i eat it because if not all...
1: but i thought you like those Star. foods were that were quick and easy uh, to take with you oh. i mean you know you said you were lazy and you don't have time and you don't make time i mean you know can't be complaining now
0: i'm not complaining i'm just saying the rice is pretty bland but that that being said <laughs> go back to the ebook i like how you give people some options on things that they can put together and that keeps it fresh keeps it new gives them the you know the opportunity to choose a little bit how they want to go about it which is kind of nice right so if people want to get an ebook they can just slide into the dm Please
1: slide, please, Tyler. If you want my ebook, slide into my DM.
0: Pretty sure Tyler Sagan has his own personal chef and the Dallas Stars training um, staff probably takes good care of him as well. But sure. I mean,
1: slide into my DM and I will hook you up with my ebook. I'm also offering a free Skype call to anyone who purchases it so we can sit down, talk, discuss your goals, and go from there.
0: Imagine if Tyler Sagan did slide into the DM like I <laughs>
1: I don't know, I would, but I think I that you would not have any chicken to eat ever again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, would I still have? No, I wouldn't have rice then either.
1: No, 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 no.
0: That's a 50-50. Okay. Well, Ashley, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy day um, to do this with me. Thank you for coming on and, and not roasting me as much as you could. Um, and I'll be yeah, saving the so roast for later. Roast chicken with rice. Is that it?
1: <laughs> exactly
0: hope not. Um uh, so yeah so at the bottom of uh, so at the bottom of the podcast I'll have a link directly to everywhere you can reach Ashley and if you need some workout program to help you be a better person um just let Ashley know and she'll probably make you into a better person than she has with me is that correct?
1: 100%.
0: Perfect. Thank you for joining me today.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I love you. Oh, I love you.
0: Oh, well, sometimes you do, right? But most yeah, of the...
1: sometimes. Most of the time, but eh,
0: yeah, B- meh. That's when you when you when <laughs> you, you diss honest... my
1: chicken and rice. I'm not sure.
0: I'm not dissing your chicken and rice. If I was dissing something, it would be like the sausages that you make on the barbecue and stuff, right?
1: <sighs> oh, the last meal you made for me was pretty wonderful, but that was like you know two years ago.
0: What did I make as a meal?
1: I don't know, like some chili or something like that. <laughs>
0: True. <laughs> I know. Oh,
1: like two years ago was the last time though you made me dinner. I'm pretty two sure. Two
0: years ago. What yes, a,
1: because you bought like sauce in a jar. You remember
0: everything that I. And I've you
1: watched. bought lettuce. And yes, I remember because you made a live Facebook stream of what you were making. That's it true. was in the spring of 2018. Oh,
0: what good memory you have.
1: Yeah, I remember. I was working at Miles Fit.
0: Wow. Okay. Well, now you're. Uh, out there changing people's lives with either working out or nutrition or mm-hmm. and you're doing some great stuff. And I'm you. proud of you and thank you again for coming on with me today.
1: It's my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me and to all the listeners. I listen to the podcast. You guys are
0: awesome. That's true. They are awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much, Ashley, for joining me. On the podcast, she was pretty, she was pretty hot. She was so nervous before. She's like, Oh my God, what are we going to talk about? I'm like, You, <laughs> we're literally going to talk about you and sports. She's like, Do I have to know anything about hockey? I was like, You, no, <laughs> no, there's no hockey going on. It's fine. Just do what you got to do. But shout out to her um, and all the work that she does. Like I said, um, in the bottom in the comment section, I'll leave um, exactly where. Um, You can find um, all her stuff. So you can get into contact with her if you need to better yourself physically, get your health on point. Obviously, um, she's the person who can definitely help you do it. You don't even have to go see her. So if you're not in the greater Montreal area, it's fine. You can video Skype with her and she will help you be a better person um, then clearly I am, because as, as we're recording this, I'm downing my second can of cream soda because I love cream soda. It's one of my favorite sodas in the world. So, But hey, she tries, right? And I guess that's the definition of love is trying to get your significant other to just modify some habits. I have modified some, but probably not the level that she would like me to, but it's okay. Um, I'm getting there. And, well, yeah, that that wraps up the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you again um, for joining me. As always, you can follow the podcast directly at Slapshot Podcast um, on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at FuzzyChris91. You can follow Ashley on Twitter as well. She's not really active, but I'm going to get her to be more active there. You can follow her at Ashley Starnino, N-I-N-O, Ashley Starno. You can, uh, like I said, you can follow the podcast directly as well. Download it everywhere you love podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, uh, Stitcher. Uh, it's on uh, Apple Podcasts. It's on YouTube as well. So if you want to get that, you can go there. And I don't know. We're not going to, no podcast tomorrow. I'm not going to do three in three days. <laughs> Come on. Uh, maybe, but highly unlikely. But I'll probably record another one and later towards the end of the week hopefully we'll have some new hockey stuff to talk about in the meantime please stay safe stay home don't go anywhere and practice social distancing thank you